Well, you're talking to me on ESPN, and for the most part, even though I take pride in knowing that people are not just sports fans listening to the show, but I am on ESPN for 10 and a half years, teach us a little bit about your vision of 3D printmaking and what it can do for the sports industry. Well, for the sports industry, what we're, tra- what we're seeing is that it's, it's creating custom devices that can help accentuate or enhance uh, an athlete's performance. Um, one of the, the first things that jumps to mind is we have a, a brand called Fits, and these are, are custom, patient-specific um, orthotics. And so what you do, you know, you were speaking earlier about gait, gait and force and toe-off. You'll walk across the plush, a pressure plate about the size of a towel, right? And this pressure plate has thousands of sensors in it, and it's recording not only your footprint, but also the torsion and loads through time as you're doing your gait and your force and your toe-off. And it's looking at that, and then we have algorithms that it'll compare that back to a neutral gait. And so then we can create a 3D-printed uh, orthotic that is specific to you, it's digital in nature, right? There are thousands of points of measurement that's gone into this. And then it's correcting back to neutral. And we'll present a, a plan to either an orthotist or a podiatrist. And inside of this orthotic, there are six tunable zones. And the orthotic itself is made out of a, a lattice, a mesh, if you will, mm-hmm. right? Just a three-dimensional mesh. And inside those tunable zones, we can change the size, the density, uh, all kinds of things around those zones to change the deflection rates so that that orthotic, which is made specifically for you, will correct you back to neutral. Hmm. And that comes with all kinds of benefits, uh, not only for the runners in the world, uh, but even for people in like hospitality uh, positions where they're on their feet for 8, 10, 12 hours a day, right? It allows them to be walking around or running in a neutral gait which helps prevent injuries, which helps enhance their performance in the case of running uh, or in the case of uh, sports, right? We have many teams now that are using the technology. Uh, one that comes to mind is the WNBA, the Dallas Wings. Hmm. Uh, they screen all of their athletes uh, with this technology and then provide orthotics to the ones that need it. Hmm. The Renaissance artists who discovered foreshortening, the illusion of painting on a canvas two-dimensionally with paint but making a focal point and making the illusion that you were seeing three-dimensionally, even though it was still three-dimensional, it's, it's what makes it lifelike. It brings it alive is when you actually find, in whatever world you're working in, the third dimension. So I want to take advantage of you being here, and I want to, what do they say? The eyes don't see what the mind doesn't know. The ears don't right. hear what the mind doesn't know. Listen to Don Wilson talking about taking a guitar, a flat surface, and now actually tapping the strings, not just strumming them two-dimensionally, but coming at it anterior-posterior and making a third dimension in my mind. But I'm curious how you interpret this, the aha moment, Mm -hmm. the 3D of depth in the music business. At the time, we didn't know a bass player or a drummer, so it was just the two of us. And I tried to make up with the rhythm and playing a kind of a, uh, more of a percussion sound, you know, hitting the strings hard. And uh, he played in order to make up for anything else that wasn't there, any other instrument. He played a very uh, a lead, and he'd throw in a chord every once in a while and use that little whammy bar to make it almost kind of Hawaiian sounding. 
Brian, when I sent you the CAT scan slices, like you talk about the loaf of bread, mm-hmm. of the La Brea Tar Pit Sabertooth Tiger, and then I got delivered, thanks to Jeff Busey, a box that had a three-dimensional pelvis and femur of a saber-toothed tiger. It's as though the metaphor is right. You brought it alive. You made it three-dimensionally actually makes life in something, whether it's a pair of sneakers or a hearing aid or whatever it is. It actually becomes lifelike, just like the music banging on the string rather than just strumming the string. What does that mean to you? Yeah, you know, we, we have a, a version of that, that that we like to talk about. You know, oftentimes you'll hear the, the saying that a picture is worth a thousand words. And as you mentioned, they're just they're just two-dimensional. But when we provide uh, particularly physicians and, and folks that are working with patients to do diagnostics, we often reflect, reference that a, a 3D model is worth a thousand pictures, right? <laughs> it just brings that more depth, you know, that ability to see the nuance and, and what's going on, hold it in your hand spin it around, look at it, think of alternative approaches uh, in treatment. Or, you know, we, we, we also talk about, along with, uh, you know, there's a, a, a government uh, center called America Makes. That's the, the U.S. government center for 3D printing. Uh, it's outside Cleveland, Ohio. And a lot of the directors there will talk about, you know, everyone talks about STEM, science, technology, engineering, and math. They'll talk about STEAM, science, technology, engineering, art, and math. That's right. And the reason is you gotta, you have to learn how to train your mind to think in three dimensions, right? Mm. As you're, as you're thinking about this technology and then you hold those models in your hand and it really opens up a new world of solutions in all kinds of industries, whether it's medical, aerospace, consumer, you name it. Is that, so let me play another soundbite. Is that what you're talking or listening to and hearing when Kobe Bryant says this? 